Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, Nick Dawn, Greg, Daniel, and Anthony. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT. What's on the cut sheet? That's coming up at 745. Joe Biden lying, being fact-checked, and being exposed yet again as a liar and a fraud. That'll be featured as well as many others, and that's coming up in just about 40 minutes. Also, still ahead before we get to the cut sheet, two prime examples of Trump derangement syndrome on full display, and also a uh, strong warning from the Surgeon General in Florida on the new COVID booster shot. So that's on the way. But right now, let's get to the news, 705, round number two. And for that, we give you the great Don Stenson. And good morning on this Tuesday, September 13th, 70 degrees right now, full forecast in just a moment. We are sponsored by the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby at Parks Racing. So in the news this morning, the big story in our region that's making international news, it is day 13 of authorities searching now in northern Chester County, Pennsylvania, for this escaped killer, Danello Calvacante. So we know that overnight and in the wee hours of the morning, residents of this area were being alerted through a reverse 911 system that this escapee was, um, in fact, in the area of Coventry Road, Ridge Road, Daisy Point Road, and uh, South Coventry Township, Chester County, that he is now armed, and residents in that area are still being urged to lock all your doors and windows, secure your vehicles, remain indoors, do not approach, call 911 if seen. That is the warning this morning as well, they've announced, because of the nearby search, all schools and offices. So not just public buildings, but office, private office buildings, some businesses in the ONJ Roberts School District in that area. They're all going to be shut down today because of this Massive search for this armed, very dangerous, volatile, escaped killer that has now been able to elude authorities, state police, the feds, the local police for day 13. You know, I I hate to make it political, but at, at some point, does this not start to look poorly on Josh Shapiro as the governor of Pennsylvania? I mean, is that going to be a talking point at some point? And I was also thinking... You know, from the standpoint of now that this guy, this this dangerous, I mean, this guy is is you know hard of a killer as it gets, even at five feet, one hundred and twenty pounds. It's not like the police were taking this lightly by any stretch. But I gotta just imagine now internally within you know the the ranks with these officers and the hundreds of people in law enforcement, there's got to be just even like a, a more feverish pitch of of motivation to get this guy. Because now he's walking around with a shotgun with a scope. Like, I mean, as if it wasn't on high alert enough. Now you now you give this nut job a weapon. Brutal. Yeah, he. it all came to light when a homeowner called 911. The homeowner, this is, he obviously broke into the home, um, changed clothing, his, left his shoes behind, and also stole this person's fire, his twenty two caliber rifle. But the person did get, the homeowner did get a shot or two off. Mm-hmm. But there's no blood on the scene. So That's they correct. don't know if he was hit. But there was no blood or evidence to show that he was struck. Yeah. 
So he got away. Schools closed in that area. Everybody on high alert and basically a stay in place order still happening right now this morning. And it's not the only prisoner escape. In fact, in Northeast Philadelphia, residents expressing concern after learning of another prisoner escape. This is a 30 year old prisoner, a woman at the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center, apparently slipped out a door that was, quote, left unsecured. Oh, good. So she had just arrived in the jail earlier that same day on charges of robbery, theft, terroristic threats, and possession of an instrument of crime. And so her she's identified as Angie Malanuevo. She climbed two fences with razor wire, landed on rocks along the Delaware Riverbanks there in the Northeast, and then that's when the prison guards, they saw her and chased after her and took her back into custody. Oh, is, good. What is going on in I these know. Pennsylvania jails? I know. It's like Monopoly. They get out of jail for free <laughs> oh card now. God. Everybody's got one. Was she in the country illegally as well? <laughs> Sir, I looked it up. I don't know. Yeah. I cannot confirm. That was a joke, but I yeah. yeah. I feel um, I feel like Bill Murray here in Ghostbusters when he's trying to get the gate master and the key master together. We got to get and gatekeeper. Yeah, we got to get Cavalcanti <laughs> and this this girl together. Yeah, these two have got to meet. <laughs> and so this this latest one in the Northeast, remember, it's at the very same prison in the Northeast where those two guys, Amin Hurst and Nasir Grant, remember that was mm-hmm. that four months ago? Yeah. They escaped from the same jail through an unlocked door. And then remember, got a 19 hour head start before yeah. the staff even realized. The world's it. an imperfect place, Dawn. Sometimes secure doors remain unsecured. <sighs> you know, screws fall out, Bender. By the way, uh, the uh, the people who knew who know far more about guns than the three of us do, Daniel says that uh, 20... A twenty-two isn't a shotgun. Just a heads up. Oh, okay. I never said it was a shotgun. Oh, did. oh, okay. I probably yeah. did though. Was that Daniel Valdez correcting us? No, no, no. Daniel DePietro. Oh, DePetro. I thought maybe Daniel Caval- uh, Danello Cavalcanti was correcting us. <laughs> He's in the YouTube chat as well. Wouldn't surprise me, I just, right? Biden's I just like to there. be. I just like to be factually accurate because uh, Dawn may not have reported it, but there are outlets that are reporting it as a shotgun. Okay, so. No, a shotgun's a very different thing. Right. And thank God it's not a shotgun. And it would be hard to conceal as well. Like, I mean, if he's trying to remain undetected, kind of hard if you're walking around with a shotgun, right? Yeah. Well, he's a little guy, so he's any rifle. Would be bigger than him. He's probably, yeah. <laughs> he's five feet tall. Yeah. He's lost weight. He's probably down to 115 pounds at this point. Right. So, yeah, the gun probably, you know. I wonder if these all these prison guards and stuff, I wonder if they're, uh, if they fall fallen victim to the DEI hires as well could be you know what i mean could very well be a bunch of people who aren't qualified right but check a bunch of boxes that's so, correct so they uh <laughs> we're gonna lower our standards for feelings yeah. and well, oh, by the way people are gonna break out of prison didn't the one that was four months ago in the northeast wasn't that on a sunday night because this one was as well oh, okay maybe so, they're short-staffed on sunday nights yeah that that's what i'm wondering it yeah. sounds like a shift change or a, a the lowest staffing at that point people okay. watching the eagles yeah. or maybe the cowboys <laughs> yeah. and giants <laughs> <laughs> that's right watching watching sports <laughs> i alluded to this we've a lot of us have been following the the story of this famous uh and well-known apparently in the world cave researcher who's from new jersey and that he was in one of the deepest caves in the world in southern turkey in the southern turkey's taurus mountains so uh, Mark Dickey, 40-year-old, very experienced caver who became very seriously ill with stomach bleeding on September 2nd. 
And he was on this expedition to map the cave, which is that nation's one of the nations uh, uh, in Turkey, the third deepest, but one of the deepest caves in the world. And so picture, you know, the tallest building in Philadelphia times it by three. That's how deep down into this cave he was when he becomes sick. Mm-hmm. So these all of these different people were trying to get to him. And then they had to crawl through little holes in the whole thing just to see if he was okay. Well, finally, the rescuers pulled the researcher out of the cave, and he's going to be okay. Wow. That, one, uh, 3,000 feet below the the entrance of this cave. I'd love to know what motivates a human being to want Thank to go 3,000 feet into a cave. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I want to grow up, I want to be a quarterback in the NFL. I want to be the president of the United States. I want to be a school teacher. I want to go 3,000 feet to the bottom of a cave. Yeah. I don't understand people. Yeah, I, I, to me, when I heard, I didn't know there was such a thing as a caver. I just, I, I just didn't know. Right. But I, yeah, to your point, I, I don't know that I would ever, ever want to do that, especially when they describe this. Mm-hmm. There's this tiny little hole. And he had stomach bleeding? Stomach bleeding. He came yeah. down with a horrible, because there's probably, God knows what bit him or what's down there. Oh, yeah. Some kind of fungi or mold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But in any fact, thank God he's okay. There you go. People were following this on social media. All right. So just wanted to <clears throat> update you on the caver from New Jersey. Right. We are sponsored by the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby at Parks Racing. This is Pennsylvania's biggest day of thoroughbred racing, the Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby at Parks, P-A-R-X, racing, Saturday, September 23rd. Gates open 10 a.m., a ton of free family fun, live music. Just visit PennHorseRacing.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you. PennHorseRacing.com. Thanks, Bet Parks Pennsylvania Derby at Parks Racing for being our big sponsor. NBC 10 First Alert Forecast, mid-80s today. Maybe some spotty showers. Humidity continues. Tomorrow, a stormy day ahead, but a 70-plus percent chance that we'll see a lot of rain, storms moving through. That tees us up for a stunning Thursday. The high on Thursday, 75 degrees. Clear blue skies. It'll feel so good with that lower humidity and crisp air just in time for our for our Eagles home opener against the Vikings. Eagles! <laughs> and then that'll continue for us. Beautiful weather Thursday, Friday, and Saturday with mid-70s, a lot of sunshine. So, Nick Kale, I hope you're going to get out maybe on your Friday with uh, Bill down the hall, do a little golf, whatever it is. It's, I am. It's going to be sure. beautiful weather for it. Yes, it is. Kale and Company News Live. There you go. Dawn with the news. <laughs> and of course, part of that was brought to you by Bet Parks. And it's great irony here that we have to mention this because we've been talking about 9-11 and the Biden administration and their debacles. If there was one entity that made a bigger mistake yesterday than the Biden administration, it might have been DraftKings, the sports book. They actually had somebody come up with the stu- the dumbest idea of all time where they put out a... A, a parlay that they were advertising on their sports book. We'll do that on the other side. Wait till you hear how, how clueless this organization is. We'll get to that when we come back. Also, we've got a COVID update and a Trump derangement syndrome update as we work our way towards what's on the cut sheet at 745. Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. One organization that is not clueless is FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Fortune Casino. That's why if you're if you're with the other company, you should switch over right now to FanDuel. Sign up right now. 
FanDuel.com slash Greg. Sign up right now because new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off the NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. But you got to act now. I can't emphasize that enough. Act now because this offer ends on September 18th. FanDuel.com slash Greg. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT and is the official partner of the NFL, so you know you're in good hands. Seriously, switch over if you haven't done so already. 21 and over, President PA. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The NFL Sunday ticket ends... Uh, the offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds, terms, and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required. To watch YouTube TV, redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription or news. Cancel anytime. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. What's on the cut sheet? Coming up 745. Also an update in the world of COVID when it comes to getting your booster. Trump derangement syndrome continues on. And we'll keep you updated with the Danilo Cavalcante search as we are now at day 13 since uh, his uh, escape on August 31st. And it remains really, it's funny, yesterday I had to go to the dentist for a cleaning and I'm laying back in the chair and I'm staring up at the ceiling and they had six ABC on. And of course they were covering that. It was right around two fifteen when one of the officers, uh, for the state police was giving the latest update. And that's all anybody was taught. I mean, I'm literally getting yep. my teeth scraped by that big metal hook. Yep. It's like, <laughs> like all the plaque coming off. And uh, all they're talking about is Mr. Cavalcante down the hall, in my room, everywhere else. Isn't it the worst when you go to the dentist and they try and talk to you when you when they have a bunch of stuff in your mouth? They're like, yes. so, how's the family? I'm great. Yeah. I'm great. It's the worst. Uh, what do you do for a living? I, I, okay. ta- I talk. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, it's bad enough that like I have sensitive gums and they got to numb me up a little bit. I was almost at the point yesterday where I was like, can I get the laughing gas? Do you guys still offer laughing, the gas? laughing gas? Can you sedate me? Just put me down. I got something for you if you, you need it. You do? Yeah. All right. 855-839-1210. So uh, Dawn was talking about Bet Parks in her news update. Greg, as we went to the break, told you about FanDuel. Uh, but now we destroy DraftKings because that's what happens when you make a huge mistake. So as I mentioned before the break, yesterday being 9-11, some genius, some brilliant marketing guy at DraftKings, the other online sports book, decided to uh, concoct a parlay on 9-11 uh, that would pay out six and a half to one on your money. So if you hit all three legs of this parlay and you put $10 down, you won $65.10. And it was called the Never Forget 9-11 New oh, York Parlay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where <laughs> if you wagered on the New York Mets to beat the Arizona Diamondbacks, if you wagered on the New York Yankees to beat the Boston Red Sox, and if you wagered on the New York Jets to beat the Buffalo Bills last night, you would have gotten six and a half to one back on your money on the never forget 9-11 New York DraftKings parlay. <laughs> oh, my God. So from even the Biden administration had to take a step back and laugh for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> because they wouldn't come up with such a bad idea. And it got so bad yesterday that uh, DraftKings had to issue this uh, apology 
on their Twitter, we sincerely apologize for the featured parlay that was shared briefly in commemoration of 9-11. We respect the significance of this day for our country, and especially for the families of those who were directly affected. I mean, you want to talk about PR blunders and being tone deaf. Imagine being DraftKings and using 9-11 and the lives that were lost in a tragedy to further your bottom line while promoting gambling. Yeah. Which I'm all about promoting gambling because I love to gamble. But look, tying it to 9-11, eh, not a good look. I have a sick sense of humor. I have a dark sense of humor. I do too. Um, so nothing really offends me. But man, the the PR person yeah. or group yeah. that came up with that, they should be immediately fired. Yeah. Like that's a that's a term that's 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 a fireable offense. <laughs> oh, it really is. And I don't call for the cancellation of people or entities or anything like that. Uh, but sometimes, you know what, maybe you just sit back and you say, okay, hey, boss, here's what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. Can we? Can you green light it? Can I, <laughs> can I hit the send and submit button? And then somebody says, you know what, on second thought, let's come up with something different. Yeah. You know? You know, it's funny, as, as, the, as the boss here, you know, I, I, I say that in quotations because somebody wanted to email me and be like, every opportunity you try and make it sound like you're – I'm like, no, I don't. You obviously don't listen <laughs> very closely. But, like, you get thrown a lot of ideas being the program director of any radio station. Of course. And it's your job to be able to pick out the good ones and the bad ones. That's correct. As any you know person who's in any sort of managerial role does. Whoever, to your point, whoever does uh, that – should have said, you know what, that one probably not a good idea. Probably a little tone deaf. Maybe try, maybe go back to the drawing boards, try again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I've, I've been in radio long enough. I know that the brand managers, formerly known as program directors, get hit with a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Usually a lot of desperate producers begging for an air shift. <laughs> and you say, you know what, no, I don't think you're ready, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I have this idea. We're going to go on top of the building, and we're going to throw radios off. And and the person who gets hit first, uh, uh, you know, gets a, a free lifetime subscription. Yes. Like, no, no, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and then lastly, um, before we get to this COVID stuff and this Trump stuff, Kutchie coming up in less than 20 minutes. One of the um, funniest uh, Twitter follows on uh, social media locally here for the Philadelphia Phillies is at Drunk Phil's fans, and apparently last night during the doubleheader, there was a screenshot in the dugout for the Phillies, and you see uh, a couple of players, including Brandon Marsh, and then I don't know if this is a team uh, trainer or somebody, uh, it's some employee of the Phillies, and he's wearing the pullover red Phillies, um, it almost looks like, like a rain jacket, and they took two pictures of that individual oh, in no. the dugout. And then they put it up next to the picture of escaped convicted oh, no. killer Danilo oh, Cavalcante. No. This poor oh, this poor guy. It's his twin. <laughs> it's it's gotta be his doppelganger. I retweeted it at Nick oh. Kale if you want to see it. Oh yeah, we have it up on the YouTube uh, chat if you want to see it. Okay, this poor guy. Is. Well I mean he looked yes, he looks like him if before he shaved. Right. I, I <laughs> I mean, the hair is almost identical. Same color, same curly nature to it. The scraggly beard and mustache, which, by the way, man out there, if you can't grow a stash or a beard, the cobbled together, piecemealed, a little bit here, a little bit there, chunk missing there, Yeah, you, you got to just keep shaving it until it grows in or give up. Yeah, agreed, agreed. 
Um, so yeah. Danilo Cavalcanti apparently on the Phillies payroll. Uh, YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT if you want to see this. If you want to see this. It's just remarkable. It really is. Maybe he can be in box four for the rest of the day. <laughs> no. Box four is always open for people on this show. <laughs> 855-839-1210, the phone number. We will come back. Uh, a, strong, a very strong warning about the COVID updated booster from the Surgeon General in Florida. We'll give you that story. And also our boy Tony Fauci making another prediction on the return of masks. Stick around. It's Kale and Company because we've only gone 13 hours since Tony (laughs) spoke and we'll continue after this. It's Kale and Company on demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Nick Dawn and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Cut sheet coming up in just about 10 minutes. Also, again, very cool prize for our Morning Mystery movie clip at 920. And don't forget, 950 keyword. Once again, we will give you another keyword. You take that on over to 1210WPHT.com. Enter it for your chance to win a free trip to Disney. Walt Disney World in Florida. Woo-hoo! Every day this week, every day last week, every day for the month of September. And also, by the way, you can see the um, tweet that's pinned on my Twitter profile, at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Purchase your Kale and Company merchandise. Yeah. All proceeds go to the Nick Kale Early Retirement Fund. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, though? Maybe, uh, you know, I saw the, the update for Cavalcanti. They boosted the, the reward from 20000 to 25000 yesterday. So, um, you know, maybe we should take, like, uh, I'm going to get in trouble here for saying this. Uh, take some of our sweatshirt profits and uh, throw a few bucks into the reward <laughs> pot to capture Cavalcante. I love it. That would be nice. Just go that. to 1210WPHT.com, 1210WPHT.com to, um, uh, to purchase all the merch that you so desire. Kalen Company stuff up there, all kinds of, uh, all kinds of good stuff. That is correct. Also, uh, you're going to want to get to uh, YouTube because the cut sheet's coming up in 10 minutes, and I'm sure we'll have some video to go along with the audio, and you can uh, do that at YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHD. Yeah, by the way, speaking of YouTube, uh, I'm looking at MP writes on the YouTube chat. I love Greg, but boy, does this guy have thin skin. Do I have thin skin? I don't think so. About what? I don't know. What happened? I I don't know what I did. I I haven't gone on a rant in a while. What did you do? Holy crap! Yeah, I don't know. I know I've, I haven't had it. I haven't added a stalker drop to the board uh, yeah, in like four yeah, weeks. Yeah, I know. But hmm. by the way, that's not that's not the point of this. I was just reading. Uh, I was just reading uh, instant feedback because there's a chat that goes along on the YouTube uh, that channel. And I've heard I, about that. I monitor it, and I sometimes I'll steal your lines and not give you credit, and sometimes I will uh, give you credit for. It. But we are only at 62 likes right now. Yep. So please, if you're watching right now on the YouTube chat or on the YouTube channel. At twelve ten WPHT dot or at twelve ten WPHT on YouTube, please hit the like button. I'm going to get to one hundred likes. Can you be the one hundred like? You monitor the YouTube chat. Very interesting. I just had a thought of. Can you imagine Greg like in uh, high school or college as like a uh, dorm monitor or a hallway monitor? <laughs> yeah, I would not have been in high school. <laughs> I would not have been any of those things. I Running was the down one, with a whistle and blowing it. I was yeah. I was the least likely to ever have a managerial role ever because I couldn't follow directions. <laughs> um, uh, Jim Jim agrees that I'm thin skinned. Sorry. Oh, wow, okay. really? I'm sorry. Stalker thin skinned. Yeah. I'm I don't not. think there's anybody on this show that is thin skinned. <clears throat> performance art. <clears throat> oh, okay. No, I'm just saying, like, if, if yeah. you don't believe everything you see. Right. Or here. Or here. 
Okay. 855-839-1210 is the number. Uh, so a couple of stories in the world of COVID before we get to the cut sheet. Um, I, I have no idea what people's medical choices are uh, in our audience, but I would guess or I'd venture to say not everybody's rushing out the door this morning to get their updated booster for the latest COVID variant. And uh, that is not recommended by the Florida Surgeon General, who is advising people not to get the new COVID vaccine booster. Uh, As you might know, Dr. Joseph Ladapo is the Surgeon General in Florida under Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and he has advised people to steer clear of the updated booster vaccine for COVID-19. The FDA has not yet approved the new vaccine, which is reportedly designed to protect against the BA.2.86 Omicron subvariant. He said the following, quote, there's a new vaccine that's coming around the corner, a new mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. And there's essentially no evidence for it, Ladapo said during a news conference just a few days ago. Quote, there's been no clinical trial done in human beings showing that it benefits people. Quote, there's been no clinical trial showing that it is a safe product for people. And not only that, but then there's a lot of red flags. He was speaking at a news conference in Jacksonville with Ron DeSantis. And in terms of specific concerns, Ladapo warned that the updated vaccines, quote, actually cause cardiac injury in, quote, many people. The state, ger- uh, state surgeon general urged Floridians to make their own decisions based on their particular, quote, resonance of truth rather than on, quote, very educated people telling you what you should think. Quote, when they try to convince you to be comfortable and agree with things that don't feel comfortable, that don't feel like things you should agree with, that is a sign, right? That's a gift, he said, end quote. So uh, that's kind of the update on that front when it comes to the booster. And, you know, it was funny. When I left the dentist yesterday, they were like, yeah, you got to uh, make sure you're doing a lot of flossing. So it's like, all right. So I ran to my local uh, pharmacy and it the, the signs and the signage and the advertising for the updated booster, I mean, they just hit you over the head with it. You pull into the parking lot, the big digital billboard that they have, or the one where they send like some like part-timer up to pull the letters off and put whatever they're promoting, COVID booster, buy two Cokes, get one free, whatever it might be. And then you walk in, signs everywhere. And then I went around the back and swung by the pharmacy, and they, they had new signage everywhere. I would imagine it's probably standard at CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, whatever pharmacy you use, Walmart. But, man, this is going to be it's going to be interesting because, you know, when we get to certain por- por- uh, portions of the year, we see advertising for certain things. You know, election season, we get inundated with ads, and now we're entering the, the you know, the flu season, the COVID season. Um, yeah. And I got to tell you, especially with all these, you know, you know, little pieces of news coming out. This school closed. This high school football game was canceled for COVID. Don, I got to tell you, I think we're going to see a, on a scale of one to 10, it's going to be a full fledged 10 when it comes to booster advertising. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And there's a local tie to this story because today the advisory committee on immunization practices. So that's the independent expert. Those are the independent experts who advise the CDC on vaccination decisions. Mm-hmm. So Paul, Dr. Paul Offit, who's the director of uh, Vaccine Education Center here at Children's Hospital, yep. right? I mean, we could 
we can see it from our building here. Yeah, we can. Like at Sarah Palin line. I can see CHOP from my house. Um, but so Dr. Offit is on that advisory committee on immunization practices. So after the FDA just uh, within less than what, within less than 12 hours ago, gave the green light to those updated COVID-19 vaccines, Moderna, Pfizer, right? And so they gave the, the green light, but now it, it kicks it to this committee and these are the advisors who mm-hmm. will say who should get it to, yep. to the point of the Surgeon General of Florida. Now, will they will they give a little warning? Will they? And we talked about this, what, a week or two ago, where Rand Paul was on the Senate floor and said even the CDC acknowledges that, for example, especially with children and certain teen males or or young male adults, mm-hmm. If they've had the COVID virus, you know, in nature, if they've had the COVID virus within the last 30 days or excuse me, 90 days, uh, they should not or should at least have a conversation with their doctor about getting boosted or vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And you, you air that. So I think that's the kind of thing I hope to God that they're looking at and evaluating. And at the very least, when you go to the CVS or the Walgreens and, and you do want that, or your pediatrician, what have you, they'll ask the question. Right. Very interesting. You know, I and just total throwing stuff at the wall. I'm just kind of spitballing here. Um, you know, I don't know whether people had two shots and then one booster or one shot and one booster or no shot. I got a feeling that from a percentage standpoint of the population, this will be the least consumed booster um, of all the boosters or the initial rollout of the two shot or the one shot, depending on whether you got Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, whatever. Um, there's still going to be people that keep getting it every single time a new booster rolls out. Probably the same people that get a flu shot or maybe not. I mean, maybe there's people that'll go into this, you know, this fall season and say, um, you know, I might get a, I might get a flu shot, but I'm certainly not getting, uh, you know, the COVID-19 updated booster variant shot. So uh, I think from a percentage standpoint, I don't know if the networks will cover it, uh, you know, whether it's CNN or MSNBC, but I'd be interested to see by the time we get to the holidays or maybe even the start of the new year, what percentage of Americans have taken the latest booster. I think it'll be a very small percentage. I can't put a number on it. I can't quantify it, but I think it'll be very minuscule. Well, CBS did actually i'm gonna send you the cbs poll to your exact point they said fewer than half of adults older than 65 just about one in five overall opted for the booster shot last fall so to only 20 percent of 65 or older last fall (laughs) and that would be the so-called high risk group nobody's taking this i'm gonna send you this poll so you get but the bottom line is to your point about calling it a booster i think that's why they're being careful Mm -hmm. not to call this one a booster right they're calling it a vaccine. Uh, oh, <laughs> right, right. Because it's, it's shown such great uh, ability to I be finally wow. labeled a vaccine. <laughs> As in, you'll never get it again if you take the vaccine. Change the wording. Uh-huh. That always helps. Right. Well, and there's there's some dopes out there that'll fall for it, believe it or not, uh, in this world. So one in five last year, 20% of the 65 and older community, the community that probably would be recommended to take it more than any other yes. demographic, said, no, thank you. So a year later, I'm going to say less than 10%. I'll, I'll go uh, I'll go 8.2% of Americans, Alex. Give me 8.2%. <laughs> 
There you go. 855-839-1210 is the phone number. we got a lot of good stuff to get to as we continue this morning, but it's 745 right on the dot. Let's get to another Tuesday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. What's on the Cut Sheet? What's on the Cut Sheet on this Tuesday is brought to you by our good friends at Cherry Hole Volvo, where Costco members save even more. Purchase a certified 2020, 2021, or 2022 XC40, XC60, or XC90 and receive an additional $1,500 off. All you have to do is is go to the Cherry Hill Volvo location right there on Route 70. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Thank you, Cherry Hill Volvo, for sponsoring the ever-important Tuesday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. I know this isn't audio, but it's visual, and we could talk about it now, but this is happening now. Uh, kudos to uh, Steve Keeley over there at Fox 29. His Twitter feed is amazing. If you're not following him now, you should. Apparently, police have uh, routes 123 roadblocked, and they're stopping vehicles uh, that are coming out of the Cavalcante search area. Uh, Daniel, if you can put the video up on the YouTube uh, channel right now, and shows like they're they're literally it's it's like one of those DUI checkpoints. Yes, it is. But they're yeah. searching cars as they're there. We go. Yep. Like it's, a, it's a DUI checkpoint on steroids. There's a cop right now who has like there's like a truck with a you know like a dump truck almost with all kinds of like uh, debris in the back of his car and he and he's up there looking yep. to make sure he's not hiding it. He's climbing up there like he's on the back of a garbage yeah, truck. Yeah. It's amazing. Good. So if you're at the uh, if you're going through that area right now or uh, or are about to at routes 123 it's Ridge Road. They're trying to prevent a stowaway, basically. Yeah. Making sure this guy's not laying in the trunk under a blanket, you know, being escorted out of the county. I, I gotta is this I mean is it is it legal what they're doing? I guess I, it is. Yeah, I would absolutely pub, uh, Yeah, armed and dangerous fugitive mm-hmm. at that point, I think there's I think there's enough warranted to say I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I'm just Yeah. yeah. And I think that they what they what they do is they just want to eyeball your vehicle mm-hmm. and also inform. They're saying, "Hey, we're stopping everybody, letting you know there's this armed and dangerous escaped killer on the loose. Please be on the lookout. Do yep. you mind if we look in your trunk?" If they, and especially <laughs> after you've already had him escape once, you've pretty much identified the perimeter and the area that you believe he's at. Yep. Six hours from now. You cannot take any more egg on the face and say, he has left this perimeter, he's escaped this little boxed-in section, and he's uh, he's now in Montgomery County. Well, that, that can't happen. Does does this make you think that they think that he's getting help, or that he's taken somebody hostage and is trying to oh, get out? Oh, good point. Of, hostage. You know, hostage with a weapon, sure. Yeah. Now he's got, he's got the ability, I mean, because let's face it, at 5 feet 120, he's not intimidating anybody. Yeah. You put a twenty two in his hand, a little bit different. I'd like to see the. Uh, I'd like to know the number of people right now in that area that are strapped as they're coming to work. Mm-hmm. I would be. Oh, I absolutely would be. I mean, I would be. Like I said last night, I, if if I was told to stay at home, I would. And I had a I had a gun. I would just pour a bourbon, sit in my recliner, put the put the Phillies on, and wait for somebody to knock at my door that's not supposed to be there. Daniel, if you could put that video up one more time, I just want to see the. Uh, I just want to see the like the thoroughness of because. I hear all of, like, there's tons of cops. Somebody on the YouTube chat was saying uh, that there's just cops everywhere in that area. What is that, North, North Coventry Township, Dawn? Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, Route 123. Yep. Is that Ridge Pike? 
Ridge or Road. Ridge Road. Ridge okay. Road. Yeah, right. not Ridge Pike, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're literally just, it's like a DUI checkpoint. This is, this is amazing. <laughs> I do think today's the day, as I said in the beginning of the show, I think by the end of today, uh, he will no longer be a threat one way or the other, either captured I, or killed. I I hear what you're saying. I don't know, man. I, I just think it's, now that he has a gun, it's mm-hmm. a... The uh, Pennsylvania State Police just a few minutes ago <clears throat> put out there that they're going to have a 9.30 a.m. news conference oh. on the latest. So they're updating the situation with the search for the killer. You know, and I was thinking about this with these updates, whether it's on social media or the press conferences. And I have no idea, and I don't think any of us really know, what type of knowledge or information is being relayed to Cavalcante, if he's got anybody feeding him information uh, or if he's tracking it somehow himself. Do they ever throw a curveball and say something that they're intentionally not doing or trying to th- like throw them for a loop oh. to you know maybe not give away the fact that, hey, we think you're here, but actually we, we, we're under the impression you might be here. We just won't say that publicly yeah. via social media or a news conference because it feels like it's a game of cat and mouse right now, and it's a chess match at this point. But now, to, to your point, it, now that he's armed, it's a whole new whole new game. And I think, you know, you said this earlier, that now that ever the community is being warned that he's armed, this area is a is an area where pro- probably the vast majority of households, you you have, you know, deer oh, yeah. hunters and hunters, oh, they've got yeah. hunting rifles. Yeah, this guy, he walks in the wrong house. Oh, he's, he's a dead man. Yeah. yeah, that's the wrong area, yeah. actually, to be in. Yep. I mean, that's a very, very, I'm sure there's the guns per household in that is probably astounding. Right. Like this area, not for nothing, but when you when you drive through this area and much of Chester County, I I have fun just counting the "Let's Go Brandon" signs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, and the Trump signs and the Second Amendment signs. Uh, yeah, he he picked the wrong place mm-hmm. to run around with a gun. Not as smart as he thinks he is, huh? Yeah. How about that little guy? Yeah, even if he tries to like you know take somebody hostage and tries to flee or something like that, there's nah. probably somebody there who, who already and. I don't know. Is he that dumb or desperate? Desperate. I don't, I don't That's know. That's the scary piece of it, that the more yeah. desperate he becomes, the more dangerous he becomes. Well, let me ask you guys this. Couldn't they just theoretically, because it's not a, like that area, that uh, that uh, North Coventry Township is not a huge area. Mm-hmm. Couldn't they just block it all off and then, you know what I mean? Like nobody leaves, nobody yeah, it, not, and that's not what only, they've been trying to do. Not only do that, but if it is such a small perimeter that has been established, are we at the point now where they're going door to door? Forget cars. I'm talking about homes. Yeah, I mean that's the I, I would assume, and I don't know the protocol, but that seems to me to be like a logical next step um, from hey, stopping vehicles, checking trunks and back seats to uh, now we just you know, and I don't know what the manpower situation is like, but if there are hundreds and hundreds of yeah. people. Just go door to door. Yeah. Uh, Secret Squirrel on the YouTube chat says the guy's probably listening to Kale and Company spitting sunflower seeds and cleaning his shotgun. Okay. Jeez. I mean, not not him, but listener. uh, uh, That area is a very big area for Kale and Company. So there you go. If you're in that area right now, you know, I'd love to hear (laughs) some firsthand reports. Turn us up very loud on your smart speaker. Yeah. Yeah. And we announced the schools are closed. They're using reportedly the ONJ Roberts High School. The parking lot there, that's where they're just using that as a law enforcement staging area. Yeah. They're calling in more more resources now. 
So this is now escalating. I mentioned yesterday, what are the odds that uh, he gets surrounded and just kills himself? Now that he actually has a firearm with him, do you think he takes his own life once he realizes he's surrounded? No, I nah. think no. When you're that little with those short little arms, to try to shoot yourself with a twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, with a rifle. I can't reach. I can't reach. Nah, get your it's toe like Valdez in there. picking up a laptop. Stop. Damn, this thing's heavy. Stop. By the way, it's Daniel Valdez's birthday today. No, happy Daniel. Birthday Daniel, happy you. birthday, pal. Wow. I didn't. I didn't happy know. Birthday. I didn't know until somebody on the YouTube chat said it. So, what kind of boss am I? Yeah. How old are you, uh, Daniel? 22, 23? 14, 23. 23. Happy birthday. Oh, 23. You want to be 23 again. I know. So you were... Say oh, my goodness. So he was you, you born... Were... Yeah, say it. Say it. He was born the year before 9-11. So September 11th, it was... Yeah. September my 12th, mom was getting ready for my first birthday, and they stopped everything to watch it. Oh, this is this God. is what I, this you is what I mean. Baby. Yeah, this is what I mean, guys, about it being taught in school. Like, is it is it taught in school, Daniel? Um... Yes, but very briefly, they tell you what everyone knows. It's like what happened, and that's about it. They don't go extensively on it. Right. Did you ever question? Um, did you ever give uh, your theories on nine eleven to your teachers? Oh yeah, my conspiracy theories yeah. all the time. Okay. Hmm. You, so Daniel grew up in the pronoun era, apparently. Yeah. They don't teach nine no, eleven. That's after. That's, uh, after. that's true. That's true. You were in college. Oh, it's it's Sergeant Mark Fu's birthday too. No. Happy birthday. Happy Birthdays birthday. for everybody. You you uh you. You share a birthday with Sergeant Mark Fu there, Daniel. Yeah. We need to get Fusetti on the job. He'll find. He used to serve high-risk warrants. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. He'll track Cavalcanti down in about eight minutes. Yeah. And then, did you see somebody said, you know, they should really get elephants because they have <laughs> twice the... Oh, my God. The, twice the... Uh, the ability to track sense, or twice that of a hound dog? dogs. Really? Really? really elef- an elephant. I did not know that. All these years, uh-huh. Dog the Bounty Hunter was using a canine. Yeah. Should have been using an elephant. Should have been <laughs> taking around Dumbo. You're that Sergeant Mark Fizzetti on your elephant. Get over to South Coventry Town. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Daniel. Yeah. We uh, love you, Daniel. We're going to do, do some birthday shots for him. No. Oh, are you going to let Kale take you out for your birthday? Yeah, we're neighbors, basically. I mean, he's buying, sure. He, he's buying. <laughs> he, means he's like, he lives like three blocks from me now. Does he? Yeah. Oh, well, I, don't I, know love- how he's, I don't know how he affords it, because I can't even afford it. <laughs> But he does. <laughs> I love El Conquistador. He 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 just squeaked out or X'd out. Jesco might not be able to contain their prisoners, but thankfully they get their pronouns right when they address each other. You're damn right. <laughs> uh, 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 tricks go one on 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 um, Twitter. Says uh, cut sheet. Hello, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, keeping sorry. us on track. Sorry. She's, sorry. she's keeping us on track. Yes. Apologies. This this is the. Uh, look, look, I have not seen this anywhere. This is a, a Kale & Company exclusive, but I wanted to... So everybody heard about President Joe Biden coming under fire uh, on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 after he falsely claimed to have been at ground zero the day after att- the attack on the World Trade Center, right? Okay. We've all heard this story. Yes, yeah, September 12th, 2001. Yes. This is what he said uh, yesterday in, in Anchorage, Alaska. Cut to Daniel. To renew our sacred vow, never forget, never forget, we never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Browns here in New York, and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating. Because the way you could, the way from where you could stand. 
This guy is such a liar. Okay, so he said that, and then the obviously there's uh, records that show that he was in Washington, D.C. the day after 9-11, mm-hmm. 9-12. Uh, he didn't visit the site until a week later. Uh, so everybody is focusing on the fact that he lied uh-huh. about being on uh, at, at the site the day after. I, I'm saying it's a little more than lying. I'm saying it's plagiarism. Okay. This is Hillary Clinton from uh, the, the on um, September of 2021 on CBS This Morning. Okay, two years ago. This is cut 10, Daniel. And I went the next day uh, with my colleague, uh, Senator Schumer. We were the only plane in the sky other than fighter jets that were keeping cover over New York and other parts of our country. We landed at LaGuardia, we took a helicopter, and we circled over uh, Ground Zero. And I cannot imagine anything that looked more like the gates of hell. I thought I'd be prepared because I'd seen it on TV, but the TV screen contained it. What? Circling over it uh, was something that I think about and will never forget. Thousand percent a copy and paste job by the Biden administration. He's literally the the gates of hell. (laughs) Oh, my God. And we know this. Joe is a known plagiarist. He steals other people's material all the time. Amen. And he just got nailed again. He he just he he stole her story. Yes. He look. He stole my balloons. I am no Hillary Clinton fan. You know that. But like he stole the woman's story. Yes. And, And used it as his own. Right. Or, or he's just prompted to read and and memorize whatever he's handed, and somebody else stole that, and he is either so out of it or just doesn't give a rip, and he's like, okay, and he just regurgitates somebody else's life experience. One, uh, one more time uh, for those people just tuning in right now. This is uh, Joe Biden from yesterday in Alaska. Cut two to renew our sacred vow. Never forget. Never forget. We never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Browns here in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating. Like the exact- because the way you could, away from where you could stand. It's literally the same phrase. And I went the next day uh, <laughs> with my colleague, uh, Senator Schumer. We were the only plane in the sky other than fighter jets that were keeping cover over New York and other parts of our country. We landed at LaGuardia. We took a helicopter and we circled over uh, Ground Zero. And I cannot imagine anything that looked more like the gates of hell (laughs) i thought i'd be prepared because i'd seen it on tv so joe and hillary have both seen the gates of hell and they both uh, have uh, a long storied history of corrupt emails a lot in common between these two bubba 45 on the youtube chat wants to know is hillary's story even true it's probably it's a great i'm fact checking all of it good even cnn was fact checking this Uh uh-huh and saying, was he at Ground Zero? He claimed he was at Ground Zero the day after the Twin Towers fell. Nope. No, he was... Was he? 
is he claiming he, was, he didn't get there till the twentieth? There's yeah, there's there's video of him on the Senate floor the day after. That's correct. Um, so no, he wasn't there. He certainly wasn't there the day after. But the report is mm-hmm. is that he was there a week later. And a lot but, of I'll go ahead on. See, I'm just re- this is Washington CNN mm-hmm. says President Joe Biden falsely claimed he was at Ground Zero the day after the Twin Towers fell yeah. in Mount Manhattan. That's CNN yeah. even yeah. reporting it. Yeah, they can't even defend that. Um, a, a pretty interesting direct message I got yesterday on Twitter. A lot of people were watching this Biden, um, you know, speech, and one of the traffic guys at KYW sent me a DM and said, "Did you notice that at the beginning of Biden's speech, he told another tall tale?" So he was lying all day yesterday. He mentioned the officer that he was talking to was also from Scranton. Oh, yeah. And followed that with a statement that if he'd been blocking for him in high school, he would have been an All-American. Would have been hard since Biden didn't go to high school in Scranton. <laughs> he went to the most expensive private school in Delaware, Archmere Academy. Oh, my God. It gets worse and worse for Joe. And that was from a unnamed KYW traffic guy that sent me a DM. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only a few traffic guys. So I think people, yes. can, people can assume who right. it is. Yeah, so, I mean, out him. He's, li- he's lying every day about everything. The gates of hell, where he was on 9-11, where he played high school football at. Uh, so we played a lot of the clips yesterday, and I'm sure everybody has heard them, of Joe Biden in Vietnam. Uh, I took the liberty of putting together a little montage of some of his best uh, phrases and uh, speechifying uh, through uh, in Vietnam. Some of it we played yesterday, some of it we did not. So here's a little montage of, uh, of, of Joe in Vietnam. <laughs> This film the world in five days is interesting. Well, uh, you know, there's that one of my staff members said we're going to finish song, you know, Good morning, Vietnam. Good evening, Vietnam. So my, my brother loves having his famous lines from movies that he always quotes. Uh, and one of them is there's, there's a movie about John Wayne, he's an Indian scout. And they're trying to get the, I think it's the Patsy War, one of the great tribes in America, back on the reservation. And he's standing in the wings, so he's well armed on the horses in the saddles. And there's three or four names of headdresses. And the Union soldiers, the Union soldiers basically the same days. Come with me, we'll take care of you, we'll everything be good. And the Indian scout, the Indian John Wayne, points to the Indian scout and says, He's a lion dog faced pony soldier. There was a lot of lion dog faced pony soldiers out there about, about global warming. I will take your questions. I will. Let me see. They told me they gave me five people. I'm just following my orders here. <laughs> just do what they tell me. Uh. uh. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Staff, is anybody haven't spoken to uh, No, I ain't calling on you. I'm calling on you. I said there are five questions. Yeah. I don't know about you. 
but I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> there we <laughs> go. Go to bed. That was Joe Biden yes. in Vietnam uh, over the weekend. When I get home from doing the show today, I also am going to go to bed <laughs> for my nap. You know, it's amazing. Is you sit there and you listen to all of that, and if we didn't tell you what that was, or you just got dropped off from the planet Saturn, you would have thought that that was like a random grandfather in a retirement home just rambling as he's staring out the window, looking blankly at a school bus dropping kids off. That's the president <laughs> of the United States of America, folks. Not Good Morning Vietnam with Robin Williams, the movie, but Good Night Vietnam, the, the musical edition. Oh, my God. That with was... Joe Bin. I know there's a lot to choose from, but boy, was that an epic disaster. And then he mentions John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. The Duke. Yeah. Having flashbacks to when Al used to watch Hondo on Married with Children. Great Western classic. I recommend it, by the way, if you've never watched Hondo. But he cannot be staying on script. And maybe that's part of the reason as well that they kept him out of the area of the World Trade Center or Ground Zero for commemorations yeah. yesterday because maybe the aides are saying, we can't control him. <laughs> we, we write a beautiful <laughs> script yep. to pay tribute on this solemn day, and he just goes off. Yeah. Think about it. Speaking of controlling the president. I went up the stairs and the, as the towers were falling. Joe Biden for the stair lift. Carrying a, carrying a, carrying a, a hose the entire way up there. Could you see Joe doing one of those infomercials for the, 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 the stair lift yeah. thing? You sit down in the seat and you go up your, to your second floor. I can't wait to the point where I get to that point and I need that. But speaking of control, so the left hates Trump because they can't control him. And then yet they love Biden, but they won't put him out there and let him ad lib because they can't control what he says because he starts to shoot from the hip. And that's where he gets fact checked. And that's where he just starts going down, you know, all his little old stories that we all know mm -hmm. are completely fabricated. Uh, Trish on the YouTube chat says on behalf of every Vietnam vet uh, family, he's an ass. Yes, he is. Agreed. Yeah. Concur. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. My stepfather was in Vietnam. Still has lasting effects from it, from Agent Orange and all that nonsense that yep. they sprayed over there. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a damn shame to go over there and, and quote some dopey Robin Williams movie as as if it's you know. Mm -hmm. yes, anyway, indeed. Uh, Peter Ducey ah. yesterday was in uh, uh, was in Vietnam with with the president. Uh, we mentioned this earlier when uh, defending Biden for not going to New York uh, for gra Ground Zero for the nine eleven for the nine eleven um, commemoration. They 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 use a Pearl Harbor analogy. Uh, this is cut four. He is live in Hanoi, Vietnam. Peter, I know that you you'll be I guess make your way back a little bit later today. Your reflections this morning. Well, uh, our focus the last couple of days has been on President Biden here in South Asia. And when I asked a White House official why it is that President Biden was here and missing the 9-11 uh, commemorations at the attack sites, the analogy that I was given is that 22 years after Pearl Harbor, U.S. presidents were not still going to visit Hawaii. That said, the whole point of this trip appeared to be countering China. Everything that we were told ahead of it, uh, they were going to come here to try to counter Chinese influence in the region. But when we finally heard from President Biden, he told us the exact opposite. This trip was about, it was less about containing China. I, I, I don't want to contain China. We're not looking to hurt China. Uh, sincerely. We're all 
better off if China does well. I, I want to see China succeed economically. I don't want to see it succeed by the rules. Contain China? China steamrolls you, Joe. <laughs> You're not containing anything. You're not trying to contain the perimeter for Mr. Cavalcanti either. You know, interesting. So if we're going to play the math game, 22 years after December 7th, 1941 would be 1963. So your, your reasoning is, well, you know, to a quarter century after Pearl Harbor, they stopped it. So I'm going to just kind of follow that trend here. And then they can't even get their story straight. Then Joe starts speaking about China. So which one is it? Which, oh, by the way, I think we mentioned this earlier. Uh, our buddy Marcus Aurelius on Twitter said, 22 years after Pearl Harbor uh, to the anniversary, I think within 10 days, was the JFK assassination. I was just going to say that. I was yeah. just going to say that. The country was dealing with something far right. more pressing. Yeah. Kind at, of, kind of at urgent the when the president gets killed. The assassination, although there's new evidence that comes out. We saw this. Yeah. Yeah. So Are we going to get to that at some point? Because I really, really I think love so. the story. Okay. Uh, I'm also I'm looking forward to what RFK Jr. has to say about it. Well, we have RFK Jr. too, but he's oh. talking about how the DNC is systematically disenfranchising voters. Oh. Uh, we will get to that in a, in a matter of moments. Anna Navarro on The View. The show's uh, still on the air. Claims yeah. that Joe Biden being old is just a narrative that has been created to cause panic in people. <laughs> yeah, these people to talk about panic. Cut three. This administration has really gotten a ton of very difficult bipartisan legislation through in a divided Congress with a very difficult Senate makeup of 50-50. Bipartisan infrastructure bill, bipartisan Safe Communities Act, first major gun legislation in decades, U.S. Innovation and Competition Act, bipartisan climate, health care, and tax package, fiscal responsibility act, and the list is long. So what do they need to focus on? They need to focus on the undeniable. Joe Biden is old, and that's a narrative that's been created to cause panic in yes. people. And then, so what's the second part of that narrative? Joe Biden is old, and Kamala Harris is unprepared. Now, let, what, the, go on with the rest of that, because you know there's well, another we'll part. Yeah, okay, Joe Biden is old, <laughs> yes. but he ain't dying anytime soon. I don't know if you guys saw him this weekend. He was at the G20. One moment I turned on the TV, he was in India. Then I turned on the TV, he was in Vietnam. Then I turned on the TV, he was giving a press conference. Yes. And then at the end of being up for like 24 hours, working in a completely different part of the world, he said, you know what, I got to go to bed. Well, Republicans were all pouncing on the fact that the man who'd been up for 38 hours... <laughs> Yeah. Had to, I had to go to bed just watching him on TV. Oh, my God, yes. And, and Joe actually ran from Vietnam to Alaska. He didn't even fly. He just ran across water and other continents and other countries. Man, is that a nauseating endorsement for a guy? It's not... Na- and by the way, congratulations on Whoopi. She's over COVID. She will not be uh, doing the show from Zoom, uh, masking and quarantining by yeah. herself in her room. Yep. So uh, thoughts and prayers were answered for the recovery of Whoopi Goldberg from COVID. Um, but neither Joe's age or Kamala being unprepared are narratives. First of all, those are facts. It's not a narrative when you're 81. When you're 81, you are old regardless of your mental state. But then factor in the fact that Joe's the president of the United States mm-hmm. and completely punch drunk and out on his feet and is not with it. That's not a narrative. That's a fact that we have all the evidence to back it up. And then, yeah, Kamala is unprepared. So that also is not narrative. But it's, it, isn't it funny how somebody on the left will say that the Republicans are trying to create panic when all the left does their whole playbook is based on panic and fear. Fascinating. 
Um, Chris Christie's still running for president. Did you guys know that? He's he's not. It's not like he's been all over TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was on. I think this was the Sunday show on on uh, Fox News with Howard Kurtz. Um, he wants to debate Trump, and he says until the former president debates him, he's going to quote chase him around the country. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna play cops and robbers. Cut one. Use your strategy of going toe-to-toe with him by staying off the debate stage and saying, since he's got a big lead nationally in the national polls, uh, that he is not going to do any of the debates. Well, if he doesn't do any of the debates, Howie, you know, we're going to give him another chance. I'm sure he's not coming to the Reagan debate. We'll give him another chance in Alabama. But if he doesn't come there, then I'm going to follow him around the country. Wherever he goes, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we'll wind up talking to each other one way or the other. And he Are knows you that's true. going to change your travel schedule to go where Trump goes, just so I'm clear. You bet. So Christie's going to rent a Winnebago, <laughs> and he's going to follow Trump around the nation. And every time Trump lands on Trump Force One, he's going to be in the parking lot with a big <laughs> megaphone. Let's do it now. Donald, are you ready? I don't. First of all, I don't think he would actually do this. We can't chase anybody. I, of course not. What is he going to do? Harass and stalk the guy? I just mean, I just mean his weight. Well, well yeah, he, I would suggest he hasn't done enough running lately. <laughs> but that's just me. And I don't want to be labeled fat phobic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, gotta be careful. So Chris Christie's, uh, if 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 Trump won't debate, he, he's he's just trying to get publicity. You know, the best part of all of this is yeah. he legitimately thinks he's a tough guy. Like he he has like this. There's this kind of like New York Sopranos mobster like tough guy act that he tries to pull off. Now I don't know if anybody that actually buys it, um, because when you you look at Chris Christie, it's you know he's not the most intimidating individual. <laughs> I mean that right. belt that belt's a little intimidating. Oh, that's not right. But come you on. know it's just come on. You know it's like kind of holding the Hoover Dam back. Um, RFK Jr. was on. Uh, I think this was News Nation, and he says that the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, is systematically disenfranchising voters of states. Uh, that voted against Joe Biden. Uh, this is cut eight, Daniel. Do you think other Democrats should? Do you think other Democrats should jump in? You know, I think the more people that are in, the better it is for our democracy. This is this is supposed to be, you know, the Democratic Party. Right now, the DNC is making it almost impossible for anybody to run against the president. They've already. They are systematically disenfranchising the voters of all the states that or many of the states that voted against President Biden during the last time around. So in New Hampshire, anybody who campaigns in New Hampshire, as I have, the people who vote for them, their vote will not count under the new DNC rules. The DNC this week is voting on a rule to make it so that if if you if any candidate who steps into the state of New Hampshire, that any vote cast for them in Georgia will not count. Georgia's 164 delegates. Right. Oh, um, and, and the Democratic Party has been fo- fighting for, for voting rights in Georgia, for the citizens of Georgia, since I was a little boy, since the 1960s. And now, you know, the DNC is about to disenfranchise every voter in the state of Georgia. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem a good way to model democracy. You know, he's spot on there, and think about the hypocrisy. What did we hear uh, in the last couple of years in Georgia? Oh, the Republicans have made it so difficult for us to get out and vote, and then we realized that the voter restrictions are actually more stringent and tough in New York 
than they are the state of Georgia. And Georgia had record voter turnout in the 2022 midterm. So that narrative was debunked. But, you know, he talks about democracy there. And one of the things with, you know, debating and what the DNC is doing is they're eliminating competition here. And one of the things I love about democracy in America and also two other concepts, capitalism and meritocracy, is, you know, there's no limit on what you can achieve and let the best person get the job, let the best man win, so to speak. And I don't know where this came from, but in this country nowadays, we, we kind of curl up into a ball and we avoid competition. We don't like confrontation. We, we go into our little safe space. That's not what America was founded on. Yeah. It's not what America has thrived on. Uh, it's very odd. Uh, I'm going to play uh I'm going to play a mentally ill preschool teacher in one second. Oh, uh, I love these. Uh, TikTok, b- I assume. But oh, of course, of course. Uh but if you're watching right now on YouTube and there are a ton of you watching, so please hit the like button. We're only at 111 likes. Hit the like button and if you have not done so, please hit the subscribe button uh youtube.com/@1210wpht slash because we're going to play after I play this mentally ill preschool teacher, I'm going to play a video uh, uh, that you're going to want to see of a mayor in, I think, Burbank, California, that people are going to want to see, or m- maybe not. Uh, first, this is Dee Dee Duffy. She's a preschool... Uh, she, it, they are a preschool teacher in Cape Coral, Florida. Okay. She says that teach that she teaches her students that if they don't like their parents, they can find another family. Yeah. They're on sale at Costco this week. <laughs> I know these subjects are near and dear to Dawn's heart. Uh, they should actually be more near and dear to my heart because uh, as having a son who's in preschool, the fact that these are preschool teachers uh, is frightening to me. This is cut five. I feel like I had to learn the concept of chosen families really young, and it wasn't anything to do with my queerness, but just based on the fact that I didn't have the love at home that I needed, and I knew that I was valuable and deserved it so i found it on my own early on nose ring fully and you know i shouldn't be blamed for that because like real like blood still exists you were never there for me and i found my own love and that's okay and i think everybody should be allowed to do that and that's what i teach in the classroom okay i always say give it to your friend not your mom because your mom Mm. and i don't know i just am so sad (laughs) i am so sad and i hate my sister she's a fucking that's all I have. Yeah, I agree. She is. Your sister is a you-know-what. I would totally agree with that. Uh, how did she get screened through the school district and get a job? I I mean, she she's clearly having a mental breakdown yeah. on, on, on TikTok. Yeah. And she's teaching preschool kids. Yes. And, and so the old, um, what's the old adage, the old philosophy, you can pick and choose your friends, but you can't pick and choose who your family is. You know, it's just kind of what you get when you're born. You, this is your uncle. This is your mom. This is your dad. You had no say in it. Apparently... This preschool teacher uh, feels otherwise. We are paying the price, and Don, you you can speak to this more. We are we are paying the price of a generation of mentally ill people who decide they want to get into the teaching profession, and then they put that on our kids, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then all these kids will end up voting Democrat. <laughs> and she. I hope they're dead by then. This per, this individual, I would just if I. I have a sneaky suspicion that if we look up this individual mm-hmm. who says she didn't get love and her sister's a bleep, uh, you know, the parents paid for everything. And my supported. sister's a bleep, too. No, Aww, she's not. Stop. We love Aaron. <laughs> you love Aaron. Stop. No, but <laughs> this individual, I will bet, was very spoiled by the parents, yep. was and is loved. 
And I, I just think this person is, like you said, is, is actually suffering a mental health a mental, yes. breakdown. They're yes. all, they're and, all living in fantasy world. Yes. Well, that's what, that's what this whole situation has created. People who are so self-involved, it's, what, what did I call it? Uh, the parakeet syndrome, where they're just looking at the mirror, mm-hmm. pecking at them, at their face all day, yeah. and and therefore they go crazy. Yep, yep. And, and it's not healthy. We've heard uh, social media is not real life. Twitter is not real life, which is true. Um, yet these individuals are living in an alternate universe on TikTok. I mean, they're sitting there telling you that you can pick and choose your family, you can pick and choose your gender. These are not things that are up for your selection. You're born a man or a woman. You're born with Bob as your dad and Jill as your mom, so to speak. You don't get to like trade them in at the used family rent a center. You know, I'm I'm probably as anti war as you can get, but I think it's time for a war <laughs> because I, I just I feel like I feel like this this generation is just they grow up too. They have it too easy now. They care about. They're crying on TikTok about what pronouns people call them and 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 what they identify as. How about identify as as a soldier? How about that? <laughs> oh, here we go, folks. Oh my God! Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. We're 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 watching a generation have mental breakdowns on TikTok, mm-hmm. and half of them are teaching our children. And now you see why why I want to abandon this country. Stop it! Just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These people. Let's go to YouTube. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHD. If you want to see this video, maybe you don't want to see it. This is the Burbank, California mayor who, uh, at an event, received a spanking from a drag queen. Hey. This is video only, so go over to the YouTube channel if you want to see this. Uh, Daniel, can you put it up? The yep. Burbank mayor receiving a spanking from a drag queen. Spanking machine. Uh, if you can't get to YouTube, there's there's the turn. Uh, there we go. Oh boy, look at oh. that. Oh boy, what what yeah. on God's green earth would make this individual? Yeah. Want to the city of Burbank, California? Yeah. Being, I mean, that is a that is a very manly drag queen yes and uh, the mayor's all of uh, five feet four inches tall he's got chuck taylor clown shoes on spanky spanky and he's uh, taking the paddle across the tushes you know we we here at odyssey world headquarters mm. have those team building and we do unity yeah. se- this drag queen is coming to our <laughs> no yeah. it's certainly not uh, line up at odyssey get your spanky per- spanky personally i'd rather have the old phillies mascot spanky but that's just me what is this is the mayor of a of a giant city in California being spanked by a drag queen. I'm assuming he's a Democrat. Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. It, I, I don't know what it is with the Dems and their infatuation with the drag queens and also the perversion. It's just it's just an odd, uncomfortable thing. <laughs> Karen says, "Stop! It's too freaking early for all this craziness." It is. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry, Karen. We're just reporting the news. Is what we do. Here. We've got we've got we've got mayors being spanked by drag queens. <laughs> We've got preschool teachers saying that their sisters are bad words, and oh, by the way, that their preschool or their kindergarten class can actually pick and choose their family. <laughs> Mayor McSpanky. Mayor McSpanky. That's so wrong. We, 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 we put a Mayor 4 in the box. Uh, right, um, but Mayor, he needs to go to box 4 for a little bit. Can, can, you, put the, can yeah. you put the video up one more time there, Daniel, of this, of this mayor being spanked by a mm. I mean, this is like... This is stuff that, you know, shock jocks used to do in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. 
and now mayors are doing right. it. Howard Stern used to take a pounding like this in 1992 in yeah. studio. Yes. Now we've got elected officials doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just and and I mean I, I don't I don't know this mayor's preference. Maybe you know maybe he likes this type of stuff. Yeah. No, I'm I'm serious. I mean you yeah. have to question everything these days. Of so course. Maybe maybe this is his thing. Right. But like. At an event where people are filming, we really need this to see the that. mayor. Yeah, the mayor. Thank I'll, you. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I would, I would love to see this come to Philadelphia and this drag queen give Mayor Jim Kenny a spanky, a spanky. Yeah. spanky. Except I want him, I want I want <laughs> he's not going to take it off the butt. I want him to take it right off the face. <laughs> oh no! No no no! <laughs> I want right. him to spank his. Fanny, fair yeah. fanny. Just hit him with hit him with a, him with a fly swatter. <laughs> oh God! Remember the fly swatter? Yeah, of course. Great item. Mm-hmm. Um, one more, and then I will. We will hand it over to Dawn for the big three. Um, all right. So this is. Um, wait, hang on. Here we go. Representative Nancy Mace was on with Caitlin Collins last night, and uh, they were talking about the House impeachment inquiry for uh, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and it was a very interesting exchange between her and Caitlin Collins, who didn't seem to be getting what Nancy Mace was saying, uh, but it was a good exchange. Yeah. This is cut nine, Daniel. You support launching an impeachment inquiry into President Biden? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to say at this point. I think it, there's a difference between an impeachment vote and an inquiry. The inquiry mm-hmm. would give us another tool in the toolbox specifically to look at Joe Biden's bank records. Everyone's screaming about the evidence. Where's the evidence? The bank records hold all of the evidence. And if the American people, Caitlin, if you could see the suspicious activity reports that I have seen on the Biden family, you would, too, would probably support an impeachment inquiry just as a tool to get more information on on specifically the bank information, bank records of Joe Biden and his family members. That's an important tool in our toolbox. So do you, does that mean you do support? I support an impeachment inquiry. Impeachment vote is totally separate, but uh, but an inquiry I would support at this juncture. And why would you support that? Because there are you're on one of the committees mm-hmm. that is investigating this. There's three committees investigating yeah. all of this, and there's a special counsel that is investigating. Hunter Biden has been investigating him for five years now. So why why does there need to be an impeachment inquiry if there's already several My, ongoing investigations? Yeah, great question. My understanding is it will give us access to Joe Biden's bank records. And if we can connect the dots and show the American people where the bribery allegations stand, where the money laundering stands, showing through vis-a-vis the bank records, that is a way to do that. If you could see what I have seen, then we can't share the SARS reports because they're confidential and that would be against the law. So we have to prove it via other means, via the bank records, for example. If that gets us Joe Biden's bank records, then I'm going to support it because everyone should know what actually happened, what kind of businesses were involved, how Joe Biden was involved, the kind of money that was involved in these schemes. I mean, this seems to be pretty straightforward, right? Yeah, I mean, they're going back and forth. I thought it was really good. Uh, That's number one. Number two, Kevin McCarthy announcing uh, this was uh, breaking around 717 this morning. Kevin McCarthy expected to tell the House GOP launching a Biden impeachment inquiry is, quote, the logical next step. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But very nice of Nancy Mace to... um, Show up on set in uh, you know hostile territory with the Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was told from multiple sources that her husband wanted her to stay in bed a little bit longer. <laughs> she said, "No, I've got to get to CNN. Leave me alone." She's uh, a little. 
I don't know, uh, what's the word, saucy. She mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. her language and she says things, that, but she she gets away with it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is who she is and she says it like it is. Yep. And she was the one who, what was the morning? It was a prayer breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, like, she, yeah, let's she, pray in the Lord's name. And then she's like, yeah, my, my fiance, not even her husband. <laughs> he wanted a morning session. He wanted and a I little said, morning no. uh, delight. It's like, oh. By the way, uh, streaming live right now on YouTube, a lot of new listeners. Uh, Rin thank Tin, you. Rin Tin Tin says, I really like the show. Just started listening a day ago. Oh, and oh thank, thank you. Rin Tin Tin, what I really need you to do, and we appreciate you joining, uh, but I need you to get out of the chat and go track down uh, Mr. Cavalcante. <laughs> That's right. Okay? We got priorities. Here. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of new listeners and new viewers in, uh, in, um, uh, in the YouTube chat. Uh, let me just uh, continue on a little bit more with Nancy Mason. We'll get to Dawn is astounding. You would be shocked. It would You would blush, Caitlin, if you knew, if you'd so seen I what I had seen. You've said this before, mm-hmm. and you, we spoke with you after you went to the Treasury Department yeah. and looked at those reports, but I mean, you, as a member of Congress, do have access to those reports. You went and we saw do. them yourself. So uh, I think a lot of people ask, you know, you've been home for six weeks. There's been mm. no new evidence that's been uncovered or brought forward. So what is the basis now for having... Well, I think, I mean... We there are more people to subpoena, whether that's Hunter Biden, whether that's the bookkeeper, whether that's getting Shokin in to testify. There are a lot of witnesses out there that saw things that were part of meetings that Joe Biden was a part of that that were part of the transactions that were potentially part of the bribery scheme. I mean, all that evidence the American people should be able to have and see the American so people can't. It has risen. Well, to that. well, the American people can't see the suspicious activity reports. Those are confidential documents. So any piece of evidence, right or wrong, I I want the American people to see all of it, whether it backs us up or or does not. The people deserve the truth and nothing but, but the isn't truth. it supposed to be the evidence that leads you to pursue impeachment and impeachment inquiry? Well, that's what the inquiry is for. But there's already more investigations. I think that's right. where people are confused because it's not like but we don't no have Joe. We happening. don't have Joe Biden's bank records yet. Yeah. And so one way to do that, my understanding, would be through an impeachment inquiry. So if that's what get us gets us those bank records, then I'm going to support it. Very interesting, by the way, too, that Collins is wearing red and Mace yeah. is in blue. <laughs> very, very, well, very interesting. Well, Soggy Donut says Mace is a total rhino. Tread carefully. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, who said that? Uh, soggy Donuts. On right. the so, Soggy Donuts, here's my question for you. Would you rather be spanked by a drag queen or Nancy Mace? <laughs> you let me know. Send me a private message. Yeah, baby. I'm thinking yeah. it would be Nancy Mace. I would hope so. You think? All right, 8.30, that'll do it for What's on the Cut Sheet, part one. Part two coming up around 9.35 this morning. Right now, it's time for Dawn Stenzel's Big 3 at 8.33. It's the Big 3 at 8 on Kale & Company. Yeah, we got a lot going on this morning, sponsored by Mini of Westchester. So let's talk about the big update, new developments in the search for that escape killer in Chester County, Pennsylvania, now armed and dangerous, residents awakened by warnings and alerts early this morning to shelter in place. This after a homeowner says he fired seven shots at the fugitive who broke into his home. So this is Danelli uh, Calvacante reportedly stole a 22 caliber rifle as well as new clothes and footwear. Police say they recovered the green hoodie, that light green hoodie, as well as shoes that the escaped prisoner was pictured wearing over the weekend so now u.s marshals the fbi swat teams joining in more of them joining in this full-scale search for cavalcante police have been planning to use close to 600 
personnel, law enforcement in the sweep. So remember, up until Sunday night, it was 400. They increased it to 600. Now we're hearing they're bolstering that number as these law enforcement at pretty much every level swarming this area in this uh, massive sweep. So the convict obviously fled that local facility, um, what was it, August 31st, after he was sentenced to life without parole for stabbing, brutal stabbing of Deborah Brandau, mother of two children. The kids watched this stabbing dozens of times. He's also wanted, according to authorities in Brazil, wanted for murder in that country, which is why he escaped Brazil and illegally came to America. So Pennsylvania State Police now saying that the search is centered around South Coventry Township in Chester County, and locals are being warned, this guy is armed, this guy is dangerous, lock all your doors, lock all your windows and vehicles, shelter in place. The reward growing to $25,000 as opposed to twenty grand. But the cost to taxpayers is now being estimated at about $1.6 million per week. Per wow. week. Per week. Wow. 1.6 okay. mil. And remember, the Eric Frein manhunt cost us $12 million back in 2014. Yeah, and that was $1.3 million a week. Okay. So now it's, well, I guess it's Bidenomics. It's yeah. $1.6 <laughs> million a you week. you got to factor in inflation, yeah, folks. Yeah, so got to factor <laughs> that in. Uh, so they're all, you know, I guess they... Early this morning, and that was Steve Keeley putting that out there. I haven't seen if they've changed this, but they were all congregating at Owen J. Roberts High School parking lot as one of the staging areas. And we've been telling you since six o'clock this morning, they're actually doing roadblocks, checking traffic in and out. Uh, this, this now has intensified. And it's a game-changing situation as he's now armed. Yeah, you cannot. the the worst The worst case scenario today, short of this guy killing another individual with the gun that he has now, is he escapes this area, and then we expand the search area, or we say, uh, "Okay, this area is now safe," uh, but sadly, he's gone to another area. That would be a bad look if we get that around three thirty today. Yeah. So, all these warnings going out. We also have a speaking of warnings. There's a so-called cybersecurity issue that led to this big shutdown of casinos and hotel computer systems at all MGM Resorts International properties across America. This affects our region. I know that Borgata in Atlantic City, they're affected. So New Jersey, New York, I should call, you know, I don't know if in um, in Pennsylvania, we're hearing about Massachusetts, Mich- Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, Ohio. They're particularly impacted by this. So there were people, um, there were people at Borgata, for example, and across the country, you couldn't use your room key. So it's a cybersecurity event that shut down, impacting not just casinos, but as well the hotels. Oh, wow. You couldn't get back into your hotel room. Oh, boy. So this, the FBI now investigating the incident. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're characterizing this as an ongoing investigation. I'm not getting many details on I w- this. I would love to know, in, especially in this day and age now, where you can gamble uh, on the internet with these casinos. If there's any, you know, funds that were stolen, you know, digitally. So it's like Ocean's Fifteen. <laughs> exactly right. 
Like, because you can play, you, I mean, and if you play like slots online, you're just like a really sick individual, get help. Um, but like, I, I would wonder, like, if, if legitimately these casinos have lost, you know, gambling funds or in people's, you know, in, you log into your gambling account and you have funds in there. I mean, yeah, it's one thing not to be able to get into your hotel room, but all of a sudden people start losing their money and that's a great point. Things change quickly. So was that the point? I wonder. Were they doing, you know, locking them down? I mean, if I'm running this heist, that's what I'm doing. If you're with George Clooney and right. Brad Pitt yeah. and Julia Roberts. I'm making off with dun, like, dun, dun. A, like $8 million and heading to an island. We got to get you the flare pants and the mod sunglasses. Right. I'm going to have to ask Mr. Cavalcante how I avoid detection. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, you know, I wanted to update this. This was a horrible situation with a firefighter who was purposely run down and seriously injured by this dirt ball dirt bike rider. Now we're hearing that local police arrested this guy, accused of intentionally striking a firefighter with his dirt bike and then fleeing the scene. It happened in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. So they now say they've arrested this suspect, identifying him as Brian Barlow, arrested in connection with that hit and run and they say that the 64-year-old victim was struck on, by this guy on a dirt bike, knocking him to the ground, happened on Neshaminy Valley Drive. And the victim, identified as a Philadelphia firefighter, was rushed to the hospital and is still there being treated for extensive injuries to his body, his internal organs. He's still hospitalized in serious but stable condition. What kind of human being intentionally hits another human being with a dirt bike that's a firefighter? That's sick. I mean, I'm thinking about a punishment right now. Yeah. I'm thinking about a punishment. I don't know. Maybe we just have him up against the wall and let that firefighter just blast him with his hose at point blank range <laughs> with his shirt off. I love it. That'll make you think twice about doing it again. It will. This is vengeance yeah. of kale. Yeah. I love it. Well, we are sponsored this morning in the Big Three by Mini of Westchester. So Otto's Mini is now Mini of Westchester. So during the Mini Summer of Drive sales, get leases as low as three sixty nine a month. Great selection, new electric models, Mini of Westchester, Route 202, or MiniWC.com. This is... Kill and Company, Big Three. All right, Don. thank you very much. 8.38 on this Tuesday morning as we continue Kale and Company. On the other side, uh, we have to get to the protesters that occupied Kevin McCarthy's office. I'm sure that they were dealt with appropriately, and they will be viewed the same way as those who approached Capitol Hill on January the 6th. We'll get to that story, and also an MSNBC columnist demands that Donald Trump must die in prison in order of protecting democracy. We'll continue. Kale and Company, next. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Uh, yes, if you weren't following the story earlier, there's another sports book that just made a giant blunder. That's why you need to do FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Because right now, new customers... When you sign up right now using FanDuel.com slash Greg, new customers can get $100 off the, I'm sorry, I'm looking for my script here. <laughs> I don't have my script. <laughs> Excuse me for one second. Talk amongst yourselves. There we go. 
New customers get that $5. And you get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off the NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Visit FanDuel.com slash Greg and kick off the NFL season right now. FanDuel.com slash Greg and sign up. If you're with that other sports company, switch over right now. They make bad decisions. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHD, and he's the official partner of the NFL. 21 and over, President PA, first online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not worth trouble. Bonus bets have expired seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms of FanDuel.com slash sportsbook gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account. A current form of payment commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Hey, if you're a small business owner who had five or more full-time W-2 employees for parts of 2020 and 2021, you can learn about your ERC. That's your employee retention credit. And these, you know, let's face it, these were tough years, especially in our in our region with all the mandates, the shutdowns. This was tough to survive. So you, you got to check this out and learn about your employee retention credit eligibility. Just visit innovationrefunds.com or call 1-843-REFUNDS and talk with one of the team members there. They're great people. And, you know, what business has Innovation Refunds helped? Maybe you want a referral. You want to hear what other people have been doing. A good example that I can give you is Bill Goodman. So he's one of the owners for Ford and Goodman, which is an accounting firm. And you might say, well, why would an accounting firm, they of all people, should know about the ERC? But you see, that's just it. If you're a regular accounting firm, you probably don't have that specific skill set to know how to cut through all the bureaucracy and get this done and get you the refund. So Bill's a CPA. He didn't think his business would qualify until he actually called. And he he spoke with an innovation refunds expert. So even a CPA like Bill running his own company, he's a CPA. He gets it how this is such a different filing when you talk about an ERC claim. It's very different from doing regular income taxes. So go to innovationrefunds.com, 1-843-REFUNDS, to determine your eligibility. And by the way, there's no upfront charge here. They're not going to get paid unless you get paid. Innovation Refunds does not provide tax or legal advice. They're going to work with an independent network of tax professionals and they share information with them to evaluate and then process your claims, cutting through all that bureaucracy. All the terms and conditions apply, of course. Just go to innovationrefunds.com, 1-843-REFUNDS. Start your day with Kale & Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.